Welcome to the Bold Money Revolution podcast. This is your source for straight-talking, no-fluff, business and high-performance conversations that add real depth and value to the way bold leaders live, work, and thrive. I'm your host, Tara Newman. I'm here to show you how to optimize your performance as a leader so that you can grow a business that is profit-rich, efficient, and allows you to generate real tangible wealth for yourself and others. We are here to help you lead with your values, to perform without overwhelm and burnout, and to do your most important work in the world. Hey, hey, bold leaders. Today, I had some energy and energetic capacity, and I wanted to share with you an inside look at what I'm spending my day on, how I spend my time so I can run my business and have a life. First, I want to share with you why I'm choosing to put this content here on the podcast when it might be good content for, say, an Instagram story, because I think that's relevant to this discussion. First, I find creating a lot of video content energetically draining. And while I do it, I've learned it needs to be more planned and thought out. When I do that, it allows me to make sure that I have the time and space to re-energize and engage in strengthening activities after a draining one. Additionally, my clients rather listen than watch. So this is research that I've done. And if they watch something, they want it to be super short and it doesn't always work best in, I don't always work best in 15 minute increments or three minute clips of video. I tend to be more of a deeper thinker, a nuanced communicator. I like to communicate intuitively. And so really delivering video content in that way isn't my strength. So if it's not my strength and it drains me and my clients would rather listen than watch, it makes really good sense for me to do this episode on a podcast. So, you know, just to think about why would I engage in a draining activity when my best clients would rather me deliver content in a way that I love and can easily be repurposed and produced really helps me make decisions on how I'm spending my time. And it's not going to take me a lot of time to recover from how I spent that time. Additionally, as soon as I open an app, and I know this is true for most of you as well, my focus starts to dwindle. I naturally start scrolling. So I usually leave social media for outside my core work hours of when I'm trying to get things done. That also helps me leverage my time. This is why my best free content goes to my email list and my podcast. I also want your undivided attention. If I'm putting the time into creating something of value, I want it consumed with the same care that I put into it, which doesn't always happen on social media. One more thing on content before we get into how I'm spending my time today, which isn't actually today, by the way. Today is the day you're listening to this, but I batch record my podcast, so it's a different day. You get what I'm saying, right? But honestly, this is how the majority of my days look anyway. So I notice a lot of business owners, especially those who create content, tend to create the content they want to create without any consideration for who they are creating it for. This is probably one of the most unproductive things that you can do. 
your content does a lot of heavy lifting in your business. It adds value, it creates trust, it starts conversations, it builds relationships, it helps people diagnose the problem you can help them solve, let them know how you can solve that problem, it overcomes sales objections, serves as a part of your, uh, serves a part of your audience that may not be able to afford to work with you, but still wants to learn from you creating. And it's an incredibly accessible way to serve. And ultimately, if we use our content in all these ways, it leads to sales easily. So we want to make sure that we are creating the content that our audience wants to consume, that they want to hear from us, and that it's not solely about us and what we want to talk about. As a matter of fact, when I show up and just talk about the things that I want to talk about, sometimes those aren't my best pieces of content. They're not my most viewed or listened to pieces of content. And this has been true for me from the very beginning of when I started creating content in the online space way back in 2012. I would put out a piece of content that I would want to talk about and I would expect it to get a lot of views on my blog and it wouldn't and it would always be like highly disappointing. But then I would put out a piece of content that I thought was maybe random or something like that, but it turns out that that's really what my audience wanted to hear and it would do really well. And so that's kind of where I started to learn to really be considerate and think about what it is that my audience wants to hear from me and not necessarily just posting anything that I wanted to say. And certainly not posting and creating content just for creating content. Its purpose is that it's incredibly strategic in what I'm creating so that it does add value, create trust, start conversations, build relationships, help people diagnose problems, overcome sales objections, and so forth and so on. And so talking about what I'm focusing on today is actually a really big question that I get. People want to know how I'm spending my time. This is a follow-up to a podcast episode I did probably a few weeks ago. And so here is what my day has looked like today. So the first thing I do every single day is I really work my EMS framework, energy, mindset, and strategy. These are the things that I coach around, that I teach around. They are prevalent in the Bold Profit Academy lessons, as well as any kind of individual client work that I do. And so the first thing I did was focus on my energy. What did I need to do today for my energy? And so I spent 15 minutes with my kids before they started school because they were remote today. I made my bed. I diffused essential oil, if anybody's wondering. I'm really into diffusing lime essential oil right now. That is my smell of the season. It's one of my favorite ones. It just feels really clean for me and energizing. And so I diffused some lime essential oil, and then I got on the Peloton. Now, I ride the Peloton. That is like one major way that I reset my energy, that I fill my tank. It really fuels me up, and it helps me move my emotions, which is really the whole point of your energy practice, is to create space, move your emotions, and help you 
start to process things in your body. And that's why it comes first. Energy is first before I process anything in my mind. And as a matter of fact, by caring for my energy first, it usually makes it easier for me to process things that are going on for me in my mind, in my thoughts. So as a matter of fact, this podcast episode was conceived on the Peloton and outlined while I was on the bike. And this is where I do my best work. So I structure my workouts in a way that allow me to get my workout in and then to do some work from the bike. So there's usually a segmentation of my workout that is for me, and maybe we're doing a climb or a hit workout or whatever I need for my workout for the day. And then there is a period of time spent on the bike. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 20 minutes where I'm able to listen to some tunes, pedal my legs, and type into my phone, which is basically what I do in this case. So type into the notes app on my phone. And that's where I created the structure for this podcast episode and the outline. Then I got off the bike and I journaled on my vision. What do I want for myself this year, for my impact? I wanted to do a check-in. We are almost halfway through the year and it was really time for me just to focus on what's possible for me and really to get into a place of creativity and imagination. So the second thing I did today was space. I had a lot of space on my calendar. I enjoyed being away from my desk and allowing my subconscious thoughts to rise to the surface. Ideas came up. I documented them so I can evaluate them in relationship to my energy, mindset, and strategy. You know, is this something I want to execute on now? Is this something I want to put on my goals list for the future? And my first call wasn't until 11 a.m. today, which is the case on most days because that is how we have created the boundaries in my business. I am a morning person and I want to save that time for me, my family, and working on my business before I even get into client work or anything like that. That's my way of paying myself first. The next thing I did was sales call prep. I had a sales call today and I wanted to prep my energy. And I don't know if anybody else does this, but I'm just going to share that before I get on a sales call, I want to make sure that I'm slowing myself down. A lot of people come to work with me. They're exhausted. They're so tired that they're wired. They're overdoing. They're overworking. They're overthinking. They're adrenalized. However you want to talk about this. So I just want to make sure that my energy is coming from a clean place and that I don't feel any kind of energetic attachments and that I'm showing up as the solution to their problem. So if I were to show up as energized and as keyed up as they were, I'd be showing up as part of the problem in my opinion. And so I want to make sure that they feel that we are slowing the conversation down and slowing them down. I also want to come at this from a place of neutrality. I have a sales call prep form we are going to be reviewing those and doing more sales training, including 
having sales calls in Q3 in the Bold Profit Academy. So if you want to learn more about prepping for sales calls, whether it be energetically or mentally or strategically, you are going to want to join us for that live curriculum. But I complete a sales call prep form, and that helps me really identify what I want from the sales call and to start with, you know, thinking about this from an outcome perspective and reviewing their intake form questions and doing whatever research that I need to do on them. And it really always sets my sales calls up for the greatest success. I feel like I'm showing up in my highest and best for that person who's getting on the call with me, whether it turns into a sale or not. The next thing that I was doing and what I prioritized today was sales activity. And what the way I think about sales activity is this is starting conversations and adding value to the people in my network, including this podcast episode where I documented my day and I'm sharing it here with you to add value. When I'm fueled up and take exquisite care of myself, I build my energetic capacity, which allows me to give freely and generously without feeling resentful or feeling any kind of heaviness. It's a, it's a lot of generosity and love and empathy that I'm able to show up for and with when I take good care of myself and when I put my energy and my mindset first, right? So that's energy and mindset and sales activity and sales preps for sales call prep. That's strategy. That's, so this is me now into the strategy of my day. And I only create from this space. I only take action from a space of generosity, love, and empathy. My job isn't about taking all the action. It's not about 10 timesing my actions and pushing through. My job is to care for my energy and then everything else falls into place. It's about 10 timesing my energy, not my actions. And then I took 90 minutes to focus on my most critical tasks. I already know what these are because I've spent time planning my quarterly goals and broke them down into monthly and weekly actions. I've delegated anything outside my strengths to my team, or I've deleted it and we're just not doing it. So at this point, you know, we're into late after, mid after, probably early afternoon. I'm going to take lunch. I always take lunch as a, like a midday energy reset. And then afternoon is my choice. I can rest or I can work on something that will energize me. And that's really what I want to share is that the hours that I put into my work are not hours that I have to put into my work. They're hours that I get to put into my work because I love my work and I've created it to be energizing and fulfilling and meaningful to me so that I don't really feel like I need to escape from it or run away from it or any of those things. As a matter of fact, I always say that when I left my corporate career, almost six years ago, that I'm in early retirement and I work like I would be semi-retired. 
And at 2.45, I turn into an Uber driver with driving my kids to sports and tutoring and all that kid stuff. So that is really when I'm ending my day-to-day. So I got to my desk at 11. I took lunch and I will be shutting things down at 2.45. Now, the activities that I did focus on were all revenue generating growth activities. There was no fluff in there. Everything was high value. Everything was high priority. Everything was executed on from a place of generosity and love and empathy. And that is really what gets me the very best results. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. I hope this has been helpful. Please let me know. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me over on Instagram. I'm at the Tara Newman. And know that I believe that small business owners have the power to change the world. Take good care. If you found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. 